1: Oh, yes, we have reached the month of March and here we go with lots and lots of mayhem, madness, anxiety, upsets, and it all leads to four teams eventually in Houston, Texas, and what I believe uh, is the best event in sports, the NCAA tournament, and then the final four uh, as it all rolls out and all uh, ends in houston down the road i am tj reeves and, and we're here to talk underdogs and back with me is our senior handicapper and writer from vegasinsider.com he has been shadow boxing back in the dressing room now he's ready to come in the ring swinging with some underdogs he's kevin rogers back with us happy march you ready to go
0: yeah tj it's really uh it's really exciting obviously with this tournament where It seems like anybody can win, even though deep down inside I feel like it's going to be a Michigan State, Kansas, Indiana, Villanova Final Four. (laughs) You know, when we say anybody can win, we'll probably have all the top seeds or uh, some of the top teams in the country be in the in the Final Four. But it will be a lot of fun, obviously, conference tournaments. You know, you have a lot of craziness and a lot of games next week, and then when he gets to Selection Sunday, then the NCAA tournament, That uh, definitely a very good time of year.
1: Okay, so I do this on on TuneIn. We do this here for this show in trying to figure out who the teams are going to be, especially the at-large teams. So there's 36 at-large spots coming for Selection Sunday a week from Sunday night. Kevin, I keep doing the math on what would be a qualified team. Quality wins, quality strength of schedule, what's their RPI, blah. I can only come up with about 28, maybe 29 teams. Seven more spots are essentially going to be decided over the course of the next 10 days with conference tournaments, and that committee's got to sort it out. And and I think to that point, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, this is going to be wild because there are teams that are going to play their way into the NCAA tournament because they have to fill out 36 full teams. And right now, I don't know that there are 36 worthy teams at the moment before we begin conference tournaments. I think that's a good thing. What's your thought on all that?
0: Well, also, too, I think that we're going to have a lot more of these teams from the power conferences that will fill out those spots as opposed to the mid-majors. I don't really know how many mid-majors that really we will see grab those spots, I mean, even for a team that's been labeled in a sense of disappointment this year is LSU with Ben Simmons. And I think that the the tournament committee or the NCAA wants to see him in the tournament just to showcase him, not necessarily LSU, but looking at them, they're a game out of first place in the SEC that they're, you know, for as bad of a year that it may seem that, or may have seemed that they have had that they're right in the running. They're not going to win the SEC regular season championship. But right now, they're only a game back of Texas A&M and Kentucky. So really, it hasn't been that bad. But then I look at their non-conference schedule. They've lost to Wake Forest. They've lost to North Carolina State. They've lost to College of Charleston. They have no good wins. So I say, well, what's really convincing besides beating Kentucky? I know they faced Kentucky this weekend at Rupp Arena. But that's one of those teams that you wonder, are they going to steal a spot from, let's just say, a second- or third-place team in the Missouri Valley, right. a second- or third-place team in the Mountain West. I mean, we know that San Diego State, even if they get tripped up in the Mountain West tournament, they're probably an at-large team. But then past that, how many other teams from that conference will be an at-large? So you, know, you kind of wonder those things. I mean, the Atlantic 10 is a conference that I kind of look, like, that I look at in the middle, that it's not really a mid-major, but it's not a power conference, but it's kind of, you know... It's still a respectable conference. I wonder how many teams are going to come out of there. So, you know, those are some of the big questions. I mean, the Big 12 could get seven teams, which is amazing. They have seven deserving teams. But, you know, when you fill this thing out, you kind of wonder, oh, I didn't realize this team was going to be in the NCAA tournament or that team. So it, it always it's an interesting discussion whenever you, you try to fill out those. And obviously the bubble teams are rooting for, the North Carolinas, the Villanovas, for all of them to win, because they don't want to see uh, DePaul or Georgetown win the Big East (laughs) tournament who wasn't going to go because they steal a spot. So you're rooting for all the chalk to win so you can get in.
1: No doubt. And and to your point about the SEC, and we're going to move on to underdogs, I promise, that's one of the conferences, that other than Kentucky and Texas A&M, who you would firmly put in, there's a group – with Alabama and South Carolina and Florida and LSU, and probably two and maybe three of that group will get in. Vanderbilt's in that group, too. Two, maybe three get in, and th- those two or three aren't going to be decided until this weekend in the conference tournament as to who it is. So there's an example on that. And I know we're about to talk on underdogs uh, here with Three Dog Thursday, about the American Conference. There's another one where Temple is probably in as the regular season champ and a good enough resume. You've got Tulsa, UConn, Cincinnati that are also, and Houston right now at the moment on the outside looking in, and, and probably a second and maybe a third American Conference team is going to get in. But, Kevin, I don't know who that is, and they've got to settle it. They've got to settle it on the court the rest of this week and in their conference tournament in Orlando, Florida. That's the great thing about March. That's what we're talking about is they've got to sort out these spots, and it is going to get sorted out on the court over the next couple of uh, uh, weekends, right?
0: Well, and also, too, the one thing that we're forgetting is with all these spots that are open, SMU and Louisville were 2 shoe shoo-ins to get in, and Correct. they're not going to be playing in the tournament. So now you knock those two teams out. And all of a sudden now you almost feel like two, I hate saying undeserving teams, but two teams that probably wouldn't have gotten in if it wasn't for that. Now they get in the tournament. So I almost go back to because we here at Vegas Insider, you know, we're focusing on not only the NCAA tournament, but even the NIT and the CBI and the CIT of all these ridiculous postseason tournaments that I wonder what the NIT is gonna look like when right, you have right. some of these teams that are on the bubble that who is going to be number one seed. you will still have some pretty decent teams, I think, in the NIT. But when you look at the NCAA tournament, you mentioned even the American that Houston's won over 20 games this year. Uh, you know, Temple has got a shot to win the, the regular season, or be at least be the number one seed. I, I can't really say win the regular season, because SMU can still win the regular season right. and not be in their own conference tournament. But you have a lot of teams that are in there, and, and that's what the theme is of all these conferences which is really a good thing. And, you know, I really hate that the mid-majors, that you don't really get a lot of those teams that you wish would get more exposed in the NCAA tournament, at least give them a shot, as opposed to, like, the sixth-place team in the ACC. But at the same time, what does their resume look like? And that's just what it comes down to, and that's what makes this discussion very good.
1: Okay. All right. So we got to get to underdogs. We're both trying to shake off last week, and again, you and I own up to it on Three Dog Thursday. You went with the... Arizona State Sun Devils, they were putrid in the game with Utah, couldn't score. Equally as bad, my pick of the USF Bulls out of the American Conference from Tampa against UConn at home, they were punchless, 16 points at the half last Thursday night. Um your Arizona State team not very good. We got to do better this week on the underdogs. We're both pledging to do better on the underdogs uh for this week, no doubt.
0: Well, with Arizona State, when I saw that they got down like 16 to 2, I'm thinking, all right, you're still getting 11 and a half or 12. Like, it's, it's not that bad. Maybe it'll improve. Then it got to 20 to 2. Then it got to 24 to 2. <laughs> then it got to 30 to 2. At that point, I flipped on the Pac 12 network and I said, you know what? Forget it. This is a loss. I just want to see how far this can go. And, and, I want to see, can we get to and, like 40 to 2? Yeah. And then, I
1: want to I say it was like 44 to 8 or something, right? Late in the it first was 44 half.
0: 44 to 8 at halftime. Oh. And, and I am absolutely shocked. No, excuse me. No, no, no. It wasn't. No, they got to, I'm sorry, it was 44 to 8, not at halftime. It got to 44 to 8. But I think they ended up scoring like 12 or 13 in the first half. In, yeah. in the first half. But um, I was just waiting for Bobby Hurley to get to a point and say, you know what? I'm playing. I'm going to play the point. I don't even care. I'm going to insert myself in my, there. My, you guys 40, yeah, my
1: 40-year-old now. self is coming in to try to run the point here and get, some, get something done, some satisfaction. Uh, the amazing thing, again, and this is the topsy-turvy year that it's been in college basketball. Anybody can beat anybody, and that's why we have fun with Three Dog Thursday. We're going to get to the picks in a moment uh, for Thursday's games. Uh, I mean, that that South Florida team beat Memphis and scored 80 points in that building a week and a half ago. They turn around with UConn and again, can't can't even function and ended up uh, with a point total in the low 40s, got beat by by 20 plus. So, I mean, welcome to March. Welcome to college basketball and how we figure this out. All right. So speaking of the American conference, as we have alluded to, and and the Pac-12, that's going to factor in with both of us on our picks on on Three Dog Thursday Let's you and I both go, uh, we're both going to go with an American Conference game, both going to go with separate underdogs. You begin first. What do you like for Thursday night, Kevin KevinRogersVegasInsider.com?
0: I am playing with fire here by taking your Memphis Tigers at Temple against the Owls. Memphis coming off a good win on Sunday against Tulsa. And Memphis has got two games left. They play East Carolina this weekend, and they get Temple tonight. And obviously Temple in a must-win spot so they could lock up the top seed in the American Conference tournament. Now, Memphis, uh, obviously, I'm going to give you a lot of negatives, which is you're going to kind of (laughs) tell me something I don't
1: know. Yeah, tell me something I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Memphis hasn't won Dice Back games since January. All right. So it's been a while for this team. And and we know that that there's a lot of people calling for Josh Pastor's head and that, you know, this team is not what they were. But at the same time, they did beat Temple at home earlier this year as an underdog. And I look at Temple coming off a two point win over UCF. Uh, at home, and you know this Temple team has has played well, and I know you can make the argument for pretty much every American team and say that, all right, they've fattened up their resume by beating Tulane a couple times, by by beating USF, by beating UCF, by beating East Carolina, that they keep winning these games, and all of a sudden, it's very top-heavy because they're beating some of these teams. Now, granted, Temple did beat SMU earlier this year. It was a nice home win, but at the same time, Memphis is still a talented team, and I look at this game that there's got to be some confidence there with them coming off the win against Tulsa and just trying to knock off Temple to, uh, in a sense, mess up their tournament hopes, uh, even though it seems like Temple's probably in regardless. But, you know, for say I would think that with Josh Passer's team, that he would get them up and keep this game close tonight. They've beaten them once already. I'm going to take the boys with Memphis. Yeah,
1: they did beat them at home, and the question is how much fight do they have in them for their coach, for pride, for the end of the year? They have talent. Uh, Diedrich Lawson is a fantastic uh, big-man talent scorer, rebounder. Uh, they have a couple of guards that can shoot it. Quentin D'Cosi is arguably the player of the year in the American Conference for Temple, so he's he's playing in this game tonight with all of that on the line, and as you mentioned, first uh, place on the line essentially for them and the number one seed in the tournament. So um, I, I, I like the fact that you believe in my Tigers when I don't believe in them in this instance. So you'll take them and the four points on Thursday night. And again, disclosure to the audience on Three Dog Thursday. If you're listening after Thursday, you already know how right or wrong we were with these Thursday games. We're also going to predict some Saturday games in a little bit on Three Dog Thursday. I'm going to stay in the American conference and the Houston Cougars. I was fearful if you were going American that you were going to go Houston in the home game with Cincinnati. Houston, having won four of its last five, they don't really have an at large case right now for the NCAA tournament, but they're hot at the end of the year. Big win at UConn for them last weekend. They've won four of their last five. Damian Dotson, a big man, has played well for Kelvin Sampson's team. Cincinnati absolutely has to have wins. They're on the fringe to get in the NCAA tournament. I don't think they get the win here. Houston getting points at home in the American Conference at the old Hoff Hines Pavilion. Uh, the the place where where Guy Lewis was the legendary coach. It's now Guy Lewis Court. Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon played in that building. I think Houston wins this Thursday night game outright with Cincinnati. I I will take the Bearcats as one of my underdogs in that one. We got to move along here, and you're going to go Conference USA on a Thursday night for your second underdog, right?
0: Yeah, not exactly Battle of the Titans, Southern Miss and Western Kentucky, but Southern Miss getting double digits against uh, the Hilltoppers tonight. Now, Southern Miss is obviously in a major rebuild mode over the last few years, but you know this is a team that they, they've at least been very competitive of late, which is the only thing you can ask for with, with teams like that. They've covered five of their last seven. Western Kentucky comes in. They've lost four of the past six overall. They're one and three against the spread as a home favorite at Conference USA play. So, really, it's a team that you can't trust right now. And, you know, Western Kentucky's lost a couple nail-biters of late, which means that, yeah, they're in these games and they can't close them out. But with Southern Miss, even though they just snapped, I believe it was a seven-game skid uh, last week, I, I think that uh, there's definitely some value in taking the Eagles tonight against Western
1: Kentucky. That's a lot of points, and that one in, uh, at Western. And Western had the top team in that conference, Conference USA, UAB, on the ropes this past weekend, I saw some of that game. They had them down in the second half at Birmingham on senior night uh, before UAB rallied to win the game. So C- USA showdown for you on Thursday night with Southern Miss getting the 12 uh, in that one. I will go Pack 12 and uh, very quietly... Uh, in the West, there are some teams making noise that you may not be paying attention to. The Cal Golden Bears are one such team, already to 20 wins, and right now chasing uh, Oregon and Utah at the top of the Pac-12 going into the final weekend of play. Cal playing at Arizona on Thursday night uh, Jalen Brown, an outstanding scorer for Conzo uh, Martin's team. Conzo Martin, former player at Purdue, former Tennessee coach, left Tennessee last year to take the Cal job. Uh, and and this season they they ran the table. Kevin at home in the in the uh, season here did the Cal Bears at Berkeley eighteen for eighteen in the home games. Is a road game obviously at the McHale Center. Cal getting six and a half. I'm not so sure the Golden Bears don't win this game against Arizona. They have played well as of late. Uh, I know Arizona's good at home, but the uh, something says to me, Cal, plus the six and a half. You want to warn me off real quick about that game in the Pac-12 on uh, Thursday night?
0: Well, I, I personally i am I'm on Arizona, and uh, the last couple trips Cal's made to Arizona, they've been blown out, and I understand that in college basketball, you have all these different... You've, uh, turnover of players and coaches and stuff, so it's not really a valid statistic. But Cal did beat Arizona at home earlier this year, and you know, I look at Arizona where you know we talked about it last week when they lost to Colorado and they stormed the court and all this other stuff, where Arizona seems like a different team on the road this year. They have not been very good on the road at Pac-12 play, but at home they played well with the exception of a loss to Oregon who could win the Pac-12 regular season title. And it's not that shameful of a loss. I know they had some close wins at home, against the L.A. teams uh, a few weeks ago, I still uh, think that Arizona will come through and uh, try to at least help themselves in seeding in the Pac-12 tournament. Yep,
1: and they've got Gabe York, a 1,000-point scorer. They've got Alonzo Trier, who's definitely a talented player. I, something just says to me, Cal will hang with them getting the six and a half. That's why we play some hunches sometimes on Three Dog Thursday. Um, and again, quietly, Conzo Martin's team has done a tremendous job to get themselves in position and built an outlarge case to get into the NCAA tournament. Out of the uh, out of the Pac-12. Okay, so there you go. There are the Thursday underdogs. Again, you if you're listening after Thursday, you already know how we did or didn't do what we're going to do next when we come back. Kevin Rogers, stand by. We're going to talk Saturday, uh, the final weekend of regular season play. And Kevin and I have got a couple of Saturday underdogs that we're getting to as March is unfolding, and we're here with uh, some insight on the underdogs on Three Dog Thursday. Stay with us. Ever dreamed of a way to video chat one-on-one with famous former athletes, coaches, and other big names in the sports world? Well, now you can with a brand-new online communication service called Talk to Legends. The Talk to Legends mobile platform is available right now for free in the iOS Apple Store, and it puts you just a couple of clicks away from connecting by video to your sports heroes in a five-minute person-to-person conversation on your iPhone or iPad. Yes, it's as easy as registering and then picking a time to talk to your legend there are hundreds of former athletes from all sports including the nfl the nba major league baseball college sports the olympics mma and more and they're ready to talk to you in a scheduled video conversation through talk to legends talk to legends is coming soon to android devices too but for now go to the ios apple store and download the app for free then check out the schedule and start communicating via video chat with your favorite legends it's time for you to talk to legends
0: Dogs are barking. Who will get it done this week? Three Dog Thursday now continues. Here again is T.J. Reeves. Valentine, here comes Michigan State, runs for 3. Oh, he got it! He surveyed the entire defense of Indiana and said, what the heck, I'm going to shoot a 3. Well, nobody picked him up. That's the number one principle, stop the basketball, and at the top of the key, he nailed a 3.
1: Oh, yeah. Michigan State Spartans and the Big Ten has been such a solid conference. That's from the Michigan State. Radio calls of Will Teeman and the Michigan State Radio Network from IMG. We're back. It is Three Dog Thursday. I've got Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper and writer of VegasInsider.com. Kevin is pumped for March just like I am with a Big Ten this year. You talk about another strong conference. I know they have 14 teams now in the Big Ten. This is the reason why our elementary school kids can't function in math anymore. We've got a Big Ten with 14 teams, Kevin. said this for years. We've got a Big 12 with 10 teams. Uh, geographically, we, you know, we've got teams that are in a conference that has the name East, and yet they're not in the East. I mean, we can't figure this stuff out. But anyway, Big Ten with 14 teams may have seven, may have eight teams that end up making uh, the NCAA tournament. Let's just, let's just begin right there, because I know you're going to come up with a Big Ten underdog for Saturday Big Ten overall, Indiana clinched the league with a win at Iowa the other night. Give me some thoughts on the Big Ten as we head towards their tournament and to the NCAA tournament.
0: Well, sorry at the bottom. I think we need to send Rutgers off to relegation after the way that they've played <laughs> uh, this year. I, I think that's, Ofer. I think you know what we say up. in the I South.
1: Ofer. Ofer the season in the Big Ten. Yes. O, o yeah, for I the think, year. I, I,
0: I think we need to kick them out. But, you know, you look at the top, and obviously Michigan State had their problems in early January, but it seems like they've rectified them uh, of late. They've been on fire. I mean, Indiana, I don't think people realize that if you're not following the Big Ten that they were the regular season champions. I mean, they played so well. I mean, my only, my only flaw with Indiana is I feel like they, they fattened up against a lot of the the bottom-tier teams of the league. And granted, they did beat Iowa at home. Uh, but at the same time, they got whacked at Michigan State. And I, I just kind of wonder about them once we get towards the tournament. But Wisconsin's probably one of the best stories after Bo Ryan retired. They oh, yeah. had a slow start to the season that they have really picked things up. And, uh, you know, obviously Maryland has been very good this year. I feel like they've kind of, in the last few, few weeks, I'd say, are riding under the radar. And people have kind of forgotten about them a little bit. But they're still going to be a tough out. In the NCAA tournament, I mean, you got a lot of really good teams that are in this conference. I mean, it's again, this is where you know we always go back to football, like with the SEC, and you say, "Oh, the SEC is so great." There's garbage at the bottom. There's garbage at the bottom of every league, no matter who it is. That you look at the Big Ten this year, Minnesota and Rutgers, they're bad. You know, you look at the Big East, St. John's was horrible. You look at the ACC, Boston College and Wake Forest were horrible. You're going to have bad teams in every conference. That's why it's so hard to judge these conferences and say, oh, well, which one is really the best? Because all of them are going to have, they're going to have teams that are going to bring, bring them down at the bottom. But when you look at the Big Ten, though, obviously they have a bunch of teams that they throw out there, but very competitive. Michigan, it was a little bit sad that they had some injuries. You know, you'd like to see what they could have done with a healthy squad. But, you know, you, this Big Ten tournament should be pretty fun, especially the championship, seeing which two teams that you would draw – for uh, that final on Sunday. And
1: here's one more thing before we get to the underdogs on Three Dog Thursday. Uh, There's going to be a Big Ten team in the Final Four. I feel very comfortable in saying that. Just, uh, Just go on what's happened the last four years And we'll probably say this a couple more times on this show and elsewhere. Uh, Last year, Wisconsin-Michigan State make the Final Four. Wisconsin upset Kentucky and made the championship game before losing to Duke. The year before that, Wisconsin in the Final Four, also losing to Kentucky uh, in Dallas. year before that, uh, Michigan makes the championship game before losing to Louisville. See a theme here, folks? And then the year before that, in New Orleans, Ohio State is in the Final Four out of the Big Ten there's going to be a Big Ten team that's going to end up in Houston, Texas. I don't know if it's Maryland or Indiana or Michigan State or, or that Wisconsin team that's coming around uh, with Brooks Canning and company, uh, Bronson Canning and company. I, I don't know who it's going to be, but there will be a Big Ten team that makes it there somehow, some way. So pay attention uh, to that conference. And that being said, you're going to go Big Ten underdog, Kevin Rogers, VegasInsider.com. What do you like and Why?
0: Uh, before I do, let me just correct myself. I said the Big Ten Championship this Sunday, obviously next Sunday is what I meant. Yes. Uh Ohio State and Michigan State hook up on Saturday in East Lansing. And the Spartans have been incredible of late. They've won nine of ten. They covered all ten in the span. The one game they lost was at Purdue in overtime and they ended up covering that one barely, but still. And, you know, Michigan State's a tough team to go against. But I look at this where you know, they have their senior day on Saturday, which always seems like a distraction. And Ohio State comes in where the Buckeyes, in a sense, in a rebuilding year, they, they play very well down the stretch. They start off the year, you know, a bit subpar, but they played well down the stretch. They've won five of six. I mean, I look at their road losses in the conference and, you know, see if you can find a theme here. Indiana, Maryland, Purdue, Wisconsin. They've lost to the top. They're not losing to the bottom-tier teams. They beat the bottom-tier teams they needed to beat, and they lost to the top-tier teams. So that's a little bit scary. And also, when I mentioned Ohio State had won five of six, the only loss came at home to Michigan State. I like taking teams that were blown out at home, and then they go on the road because everyone thinks, oh, well, they're going to get blown out again. And really, that's not the case. You get some extra value with them. And Ohio State should be a double-digit underdog on Saturday. They were getting seven against Michigan State at home. So they should be a double-digit underdog on Saturday against this uh, Spartan team. And, and I just think of the Buckeyes that they could hang and uh, for Michigan State for as well as they played, and they will be a threat in the tournament that uh, I think that you can maybe get some value here with the Buckeyes. And
1: they, the Michigan State has had a tremendous year, but they've been tough to figure out at times. You mentioned Rutgers. They were struggling for a lot of that first half against Rutgers Wednesday night and then turned it on in the second half and outscored Rutgers by 29 points, I believe it was, in half number two. Bryn Forbes hit 11 three-pointers by himself in the game. So... They have firepower, but, I, I, hey, I like it when you go for these uh, value plays. And in this case, uh, it is senior day for Michigan State and for for uh, a couple of their seniors. So we'll see what happens in that one leading to the Big Ten tournament as you go with the Buckeyes. Final couple of moments here on Three Dog Thursday. I'm going to go ACC. And, Kevin, I know you're based in South Florida, where the Miami Hurricanes have been a great story Uh, To this point in the season, and and are arguably going to be one of the two top teams coming out of the ACC, coming out of the ACC tournament when it's all said and done. But that being said, I I see danger. I know they had a midweek win against Notre Dame. I see danger in this game against Virginia Tech on Saturday in Blacksburg with a Virginia Tech team that's won four in a row. Two of those wins do include Boston College and Wake Forest, who aren't very good, as you documented. But they got a huge win over Pitt. Uh, and for for the purposes of Three Dog Thursday and the spread, uh, Virginia Tech has covered in their last four games as well in all of the wins. So they're going to probably be uh, you know, a sizable underdog, at least four or five points. I'm going to take Virginia Tech to win this game outright with Miami. I know Miami's had a tremendous year, but I think that Zach LaDay and uh and Virginia Tech have something going on. They beat Pittsburgh midweek in Blacksburg. They've got something going at the end of the year and they're going to catch Miami on Saturday in this ACC showdown just before the tournament. That doesn't mean that I don't think Miami's going to do well in the ACC tournament, and the NCAA tournament. But I think on Saturday in this spot I'm going to go Hokies. So give me give me 30 to 45 seconds. You want to talk me out of that one in the in the ACC for Saturday in Blacksburg?
0: What have we talked about through all these times I've been on with you, TJ? It doesn't matter if you think a team's going to win a championship or what it is. All that matters is the situation. If you think this is the right situation on this day, that's all that matters. And if Virginia Tech covers and Miami wins the national championship, it doesn't matter because you were right that one day. <laughs> that's true. But that being That's all, I can give you. You're being and, and yes, very, you, 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 you're
1: being very diplomatic and not saying you're crazy. Miami's going to blow them uh, out.
0: <laughs> not necessarily. No, not necessarily. Um, I, I had Virginia Tech against Pitt, so I know they're playing very well and at home they've been very competitive. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. I mean, I don't love the game, so I'm not going to tell you either way, but. I could I see where you're coming from a lot
1: one. Okay, so uh, there we go with the underdogs, and again, we've hit March and the college basketball mayhem, and I know you've got lots of info real quick on everything that's going on, not just uh, with college hoops, but everything that you have at Vegas Insider. Tell us more, Kevin Rogers.
0: Yeah, we got a lot going on, obviously. Busy week next week with the conference tournaments. Uh, you know, Staying on top of that each day, we get to about Wednesday or so, it really picks up with the major conference tournaments, and we'll have... Previews for all the games. We're already setting up uh, you know, our, our stat tables so you can check them out, get a quick primer in the morning, and see all the matchups for the day, have them updated every day uh, next week for all the big conference tournaments. Then, of course, Sunday, the 13th is Selection Sunday. And once the brackets come out, then we'll have all the matchups and we'll have all the records and everything that you can see. And, and, and it's very pleasing to the eye to see everything, the logos and the records, all of that, the information you need to help you win your pool or your bracket or just picking the games, however you want to do it. It's all there VegasInsider.com.
1: Okay, so they can check into that at VegasInsider.com. Kevin, thank you. As always, final weekend of regular season play. Some of the smaller conferences have automatic bids going up. I am off before we will talk talk again to go freeze to death in Detroit and call the Horizon League uh, championship game. That's Valparaiso and Wisconsin Green Bay and those teams in that conference playing in Detroit. So I'll be part of that. But we'll be back next week. And when we talk next week, we're talking underdogs for the conference tournaments that will be going on next weekend, weekend after next. So we're anxious about that. Kevin, we will talk to you then on Three Dog Thursday. Thank you, sir.
0: How are you guys? of, TJ? Thank you.
1: And Kevin going with Memphis and Southern Miss Thursday night. I've got Houston Cougars and Cal Bears. Kevin will go Ohio State, Buckeyes. I've got Virginia Tech on Saturday for all of our underdogs. Reminder, follow this show at 3Dog Thursday. Can't wait for March. Enjoy all the games. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.